In this episode, we're gonna take this house from plain to picture perfect. Hey everybody, Melanie Atkinson here, Realtor with Smith & Associates in beautiful Tampa Bay, Florida. And today we're at one of my brand new listings because I wanted to talk to you about tips to get a house ready for sale. This particular home that we're in today is a villa. It's in central Tampa. It's in a great location. And I'm using this house specifically because it was vacant. So we were able to make some changes and put some professional staging in here, which really makes a difference in how the house is going to be presented once it's for sale. It's one story and it's attached on one side. It's a little over 2,400 square feet. It's three bedrooms, three full bathrooms. It has an extra living space, a beautiful courtyard that's screened, and a two-car garage. The story behind this villa is that the sellers are actually not living here locally, so they really needed somebody to come in and be proactive in getting it staged and ready for showings. And that is one of my favorite challenges when having new listings, so I was happy to take on that task. So my main goals whenever we're listing a house is to make sure it's presented as perfectly as it possibly can. Sometimes that requires no work at all. Sometimes that requires a lot of work from myself and different professionals. And then once the house is perfectly prepped, we have to have it perfectly photographed. The ultimate goal when listing your house is to get as much as possible for your house. But in order to do that, you have to appeal to the buyers. So today I'm gonna to go through some of the steps that I like to take whenever we're getting a house ready for sale. So when I first came into this villa, I thought, wow, what great spaces we have to work with. But, it's very neutral and pretty plain. So we really needed to add some furniture and pops of color. Since most buyers start their real estate search by looking online, the pictures that you present on your listing have to be really good. And the problem with a vacant house, whenever you take pictures, you're just showing a vacant room. So people don't really know how to interpret those spaces. So in Florida, we have a lot of open floor plans and this particular villa has a really nice open floor plan. But what's challenging with a vacant house is creating an identity for each room. If you don't do that, buyers will stand in a big open space and wonder how they would set up their furniture or what's this room supposed to be. We had this fabulous room in the back of the villa that didn't really have an obvious identity. When we staged it, we turned it into a game room and a casual living space so people can really see how the room sets up. When you have a vacant house, it can be really beneficial to get a house professionally staged. It was my number one piece of advice for these particular sellers. Staging takes care of all the issues we were just talking about. It gives the rooms identities, it brings furniture in so people can see how things set up, and it also brings in those really important pops of color for the photographs. I'm Tracy with Upstage Incorporated. And Tracy, we are about, how far along would you say that we are right now? I would say we're about 90%, probably 95% finished. And I think it's turning out really good. We still have pictures to hang. It's the very last thing I'd like to do. But I think this house is gonna show really well. Yeah, so for anyone watching, how much is a typical staging job, a range? Uh, price range, I would say anywhere from 1500 to 3500 depending on the size of the house. 
and what type of furnishings we put in there. As a real estate agent, I know professional stagers and I know what they specialize in. So I usually pick a stager that's going to have the type of furniture that I want for a particular house. Ask your real estate professional if they know any professional stagers. Grays are really in and I think I love these floors because you can go neutral beiges or grays. Mm -hmm. um, perfect for, for the sale of this home. I think they did a really nice choice. And yes, grays, teals, Blues. Blues are always in. I asked Tracy the value of staging, and she said that a house can sell up to 10% more with staging than it would have without. That's one of the best return on investments that I can think of. It's really important when you're staging to stage what we call the impact rooms. These are the rooms that buyers see whenever they first walk into a house and the main living spaces of a home. I typically don't stage secondary bedrooms because I wanna save a little bit of money in the staging process and I don't find that secondary bedroom staging really adds as much value as the impact rooms do. But of course, talk to your stager and find out if they recommend something different. For this staging project, we focused on the open living spaces in the front, the dining room, the first family room, the kitchen, and then also the secondary living space in the back. And we also did the master bedroom and bathroom. One of the challenges we had on this particular property is we had really heavy curtains and we had some rooms with curtains of the inappropriate length, especially in the master bedroom. So I replaced the heavy curtains that were the wrong length with these longer white sheer ones that really add a nice light and brightness to the room. And when you're staging, don't forget outdoor spaces, particularly the front entrance and any major patios that you have. On this villa, we have a beautiful courtyard that really looks great with the furniture that the stager Tracy brought in. One of the other important things that we did on this house to get it ready was I changed out a light fixture in the dining room to one that was more substantial. The original one was a small pendant light. It didn't really make sense if you had it over a table. So we just changed it out for a five light chandelier. And speaking of lighting, one of my number one tips is that all the light bulbs in your house should be the same color tone, they should all be working, and they should all be a similar brightness. We had a lot of yellow toned light bulbs that really darkened up certain spaces here, so I changed every single light bulb in this house. I love the espresso cabinets in this kitchen, but dark kitchen cabinets can nick very easily. Another tip I have for you if you have wood cabinets is to pick up a Minwax pen to do some touch-ups on any spot that you see. Regarding flooring, it is really important that your flooring be as clean as possible whenever you're getting ready to sell your house. Sometimes that means replacing carpets, it's money well spent, and sometimes that means cleaning grout, cleaning your wood floors. We have ceramic tile throughout, which is fantastic because no one has to deal with carpet, but we do have to deal with grout. In the areas that you live in the most, that's where the grout's gonna be the dirtiest. So what I recommend to sellers is to lift up a rug or look under a piece of furniture and see what the original color of the grout was. That area is not being walked on, so it's usually a lot lighter. From there, call a tile professional or go to your local hardware store and ask them, because the best thing you can do is not only clean the grout, but also seal the grout with a color that matches the original grout color. This will give your grout a lighter and more uniform look. It makes such a difference in how clean your house looks to potential buyers. 
If you have a kitchen without hardware on the cabinets, you might wanna consider adding them. For this kitchen, we already had hardware on there, so I didn't have to add it. Getting nice pools or knobs for your cabinets can really give your kitchen a great facelift and make it look a little bit more expensive. It took almost two weeks to get this house ready to hit the market. And the reason I took that much time to do it is because I wanted to make sure it was perfect. Remember that the faster your house sells, the more likely you are to get a higher value for your house. So you wanna make sure that from day one that it hits the market, that it looks perfect, that your pictures are perfect, that your furniture is perfect, your floors are perfect, everything is done. So when this hits the market tomorrow, the hope is that I'll get a phone call and an offer on the same day. I'll keep you posted. You've been listening to the Melanie Loves Tampa Bay podcast experience. Thank you for your support. Consider subscribing if you wanna learn about real estate, homeownership, or living in the Tampa Bay area. You can also follow me on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Links are in my show notes. Or visit my website, melanielovestampabay.com. See you in the next episode. With love, Melanie.